You're listening to Property Investor Tales, stories from the front yard. Here's your host, Tabitha Bright. Hello and welcome to Property Investor Tales, stories from the front yard, where I get to speak to property investors around Australia about their investing journeys. Now, my name's Tabitha Bright and I'm the head of coaching at Positive Real Estate, where we help people build wealth through property. This is episode one and I'm super excited to bring it to you. It's been a long time in the making and with over 8,000 clients across Australia and New Zealand, there are some incredible stories to tell, which hopefully make your investing journey that little bit easier. So my guest today is Abe Pasolidis. Abe has an inspiring story to tell. I won't give too much away, but listen out for Abe's chicken story, which is really his dad's story, which then ties into the lessons we learn from our parents. Enjoy this conversation with Abe. Hey, Abe. Uh, Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Tabitha. Thanks a lot. Thanks for inviting me. (laughs) Well, thanks for agreeing, more importantly. Uh, Sometimes I think I'm going to have to strong arm people, but uh, so far it hasn't been too bad. So thank you so much for for joining me today. Um, So we've got a couple of questions. Uh, I've had a bit of a chat to you. Um, Your coach is uh, the fabulous Laura Chug, and uh, you work very closely with Riley, who's one of our property consultants, uh, I believe. He's a big fan of yours. He was very keen to put you forward (laughs) to have a chat. Great stuff. He's a good man. Yeah, he is a good man. He is a good man. So, um, and I know that um, that team are looking after you, uh, looking after you well. So, tell me, you've been investing for a wee while. Uh, where did you start your journey with investing? Well, uh, many, many years ago, um, I first dabbled in, believe it or not, in the mid eighties. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. And uh, but then it was a big gap, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, you know, I was uh, fortunate enough, um, for uh, for my parents to give me a helping hand with the deposit, um, wonderful, and a property which I still own, believe it or not, in Adelaide, um, and um, and that sort of sitting there, and it's doing well. I've had tenants in there for a very long time, and I've actually grown their children up in that house, um. So it was sort of a set and forget type place. Um, so I was back there, but the next one wasn't for uh, for another ten years after that. Right. Um, yeah, and then uh, and then that was a big break again um, for uh, about five six years, and then kids came and things like that. So it sort of reinvigorated in the last little while. <laughs> and um, we often say to clients that those that have held property for over 20 years are seldom seldom um, unhappy with it. And um, would that be fair with your Adelaide property that you bought in the 80s? Because what would oh, you have bought that for, if oh, you don't mind me asking? Yeah, back then uh, it was $78,000. <laughs> it's nuts, isn't it? $78,000. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that was Adelaide. I mean, uh, Adelaide didn't sort of. You know, prices didn't increase until the late nineties, but yeah, you know, it was like eight hundred and fifty square meters of land, um, three kilometers away from the beach. So, oh wow, um, yeah, yeah. But that took a long time to actually gain any value, right? Because Adelaide is Adelaide. 
Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of clients um, in Adelaide, or we have a lot of clients in Adelaide that um, like doing subdivisions to generate mm. some some capital growth down there. And um, and tell me, if you don't mind me asking, what do you think that property would be worth today? Uh, I think um, about eight hundred. Yeah, so from the high 70s to 800k, it's it's not a bad rate of return, right, over yeah, definitely. X amount of years, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, and, um, and so sometimes um, we, have, uh, we have clients and, um, you know, they get a bit frustrated. They've held property for five years and, um, and it can seem like a long time when you've, when you've got some big goals or you might have a, a 10 or 15-year goal. Um, but uh, it is worthwhile, you would uh, recommend, I believe, uh, holding and uh, sticking in with it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that, uh, I think that, that, that uh, strategy of uh, buy and hold as much as yeah. you can um, yeah. is, is a great strategy. And it is, it is tough sometimes, especially if you're looking towards, you know, in growth in that investment and sometimes it doesn't come. I mean, the last, you know, 15 years is a bit, bit crazy uh, <laughs> on the amount of growth we've seen, especially in large capitals like Sydney and that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it, if you can, if you can, hold on to it, right? That's that's ideal. Because yeah. it does help. It's certainly, I mean, I've used that property so many times, um, you, know, uh, at, you know, set mortgages against to get something different, uh, something yeah. new. And uh, when you own it out totally, you know, own it, um, it helps, especially with the banks. Yeah, 100%. And so tell me, um, given that you've had some success with your property investing, what, uh, what problem or challenge or frustration uh, prompted you to get some coaching with positive real estate? What prompted um, that? Yeah, look, uh, my, um, I'd say my, my past experience has been a bit checkered. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, I, mean, I, I moved from uh, essentially uh, real estate at the early stage when I first started, and then I got into the share markets um, to sort of start trying to balance, create a sort of diversified portfolio of investment. Yeah. Um, but what I did find, and especially when I left, you know, I grew up in Adelaide, so I knew Adelaide quite well. Um, I, I knew what to expect. Um, when I moved to Sydney in the uh, in the mid nineties. Yeah, I really had no idea about Sydney property markets at all yeah. um, at that time, and and every time you know I, I heard something being sold that I knew that was in my, the local area I was living, I'd be blown away, thinking how can that be valued at that price, right? Yeah. So, and that was because I came sort of from a very sort of myopic point of view, being you know being Adelaide. Um. So with that came a lot of sort of you know fear uh, and. Um, not having enough information, not having the tools, yeah. uh, really not, you know, while, while you have colleagues and friends, if they're not into that sort of paradigm yeah. um, of real estate investing or property investing, it's really you feel like you're on your own. Yeah. And um, and then as you normally do, you go try to seek some sort of advice and there's so many different um organizations out there yeah right. different approaches and it's and it's quite as a as a you know as an individual when you do talk to the the organizations out there who are there to advise and help yeah. you do notice a big difference um, in, in each one's approach and 
yeah, it took me a while to um, to sort of land on when I came across positive, and yep. that's I just started with ten. Yep. Um, and you know what? Uh, not only what um, what information they pre- provided resonated, but also the approach that positive real estate takes um, was something that sort of shone for me. Yeah. So, was there anything specific in that approach that you? Oh, it was, you know, the, the focus on um, the focus on you know, being clear, spending time understanding what your goals are, um, especially yeah. the uh, what they mean for you but as an individual, um, and so that you can actually connect to your own goal, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was one of the things to focus on that to make sure that uh, that was in you know locked in, and then after that was the strategies you know and um, that uh, were presented. Um, there was a couple there that you know I'm a little bit of an analytical person, and uh, you know the idea of um, you know, of, for me, it's sort of rare earth and quality property. Um, yeah. That sort of landed very well. And then I was, you know, provided with the tools and um, to be able to analyse that as much as I needed to to feel comfortable. So it was awesome. those things there. Awesome, awesome. It's always good hearing what resonates for people and, yeah. um, and what support people um, get value out of. Um, and so um, one of the questions I like to ask is, you know, what's what's one of the weirdest things or the funniest stories or one of the strangest things that has happened to you in your investing journey? Uh, because, you know, there's always some doozers out there and I, it never ceases to surprise me, the stories that people have. And uh, you certainly had a couple up your sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> you care to share those for me? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it is... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I suppose today would be very different. Um, yeah. These were these were back in the uh, in the nineties, yeah. um, and uh, the one that makes me smile, and, and I tell I tell to uh, people at dinner parties, <laughs> uh, is um, <clears throat> I had bought in this I bought uh, into uh, into this little property in uh, just outside of Adelaide, a, oh, yeah. a, a little suburb called Stepney, and it was really it was tiny and it was cheap and. You know, needed a lot of love. Um, yeah. So it was out there. I was renting it and I had it fairly low, you know, fairly low rent uh, just to sort of get some, some money happening. And um, after a couple of years, I had actually left Adelaide um, after I finished um, my uni studies and, and went to um, went into state. So my, and my father, he's, he's always invested in um, yeah. properties. Yeah. But uh, so, he's, so he was a property manager, you know, and... Um, and as you do, <laughs> when we so your dad was going to property manage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so he phoned me one time because, you know, he, he, we've got some new people renting it um, and there were a couple of brothers um, and my dad was quite proud that he actually got these really nice young men to, um, to rent the place. And um, he had the uh, first six month inspection, and he <laughs> phoned me after it because uh, I said, uh, yeah, "I said, let me know how it goes." You know, and I was keen to see how the properties go. And uh, he said, "Oh, look, the boys are brilliant. They're the best boys I've ever had. You know, renting homes." And I'm like, that's great. I said, "Why are they?" He said, "Look, they're, they're so house proud. Um, you know that they even wallpapered the couple of the rooms." I'm going, "Really?" No, that's interesting. He goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, they don't have a lot of money. They use aluminium foil. 
all over the walls. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Dad. <laughs> I think we need to go and have a chat to those lads. So, yeah, so there we go. Or the local constabulary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it's sort of yeah. the, the moral of that story is, um, yeah, make sure you get uh, a good property manager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, yes, they were obviously dabbling in some slightly, uh, oh, what's the word? I mean, I'll just say it straight up. Yeah, yeah horticultural, <laughs> possibly on the fringe of uh, illegal activity there. <laughs> oh, funny. And there was also a mention of some bikies. Yes, that was, um, that was, it wasn't, you know, at the time, well, I look back now and it was, it's funny, but. Um, the um, the Ohio property uh, again. It, it was an Adelaide property, and there was a uh, we're renting it out, and there was a there was two mates, um, they were sort of tradies and that. And uh, anyway, they were renting it. Then one of the guys had to leave. Um, he had moved to interstate, so um, one of the fellows said, "Oh, I've got my my uh, brother's friend can uh, can take over the." You know, to move in, I said, okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, okay, look, we can do that. And um, anyway, so over the next, you know, all of a sudden, one of the neighbours had told my father, he goes, oh, there's a, there's a couple of sort of, you know, big Harley motorbikes sort of at the front of the property now constantly. And um, and I said, oh, okay, right. So again, my father was going around and pick up rents and all that. So, and he came back and said, oh, look, they seem to be okay. Yeah. Beards and a few tattoos, but you know they see the property seems on the outside to be clean. He didn't go inside, so anyway, we let let it go that way. And believe it or not, within uh, it would have been three to four months, um, the original the other person had left, uh, and there yeah. were twenty five to thirty motorbikes all parked out on the front lawn. Oh, I yeah, and uh, and of course you go, what do I do with that? About that, right? And, they, and they'll, <clears throat> they weren't—they um, weren't small people, right? They were quite large people. So, sort of thinking about what to do. And my father said, "Oh, this is—I've had enough." Right? He went around to pick up rent one time, and there was um, uh, there would have been about forty headless chickens on the clothesline <laughs> at the back. So he's going, "What's going on?" And what? yeah, they wouldn't answer. So he went to the police, <clears throat> and the police sort of went, "Okay, we'll come and have a look." Anyway, cut a long story short, they um, they found a whole bunch of stolen items in the back shed. So you know, the police sort of rounded them up and booted them out. Um, but the cleanup we had after that was atrocious. I um, can imagine. Yeah. So it's uh, again, it's, it's the, the type of market you you're you're targeting. I think yeah. with the type of property, and uh, th those are the lessons that I learned was to sort of. Go away from that as much as you can. You got yeah. to start somewhere, but you know if you can look for completely different demographics, yeah, things like that, right? To which so you'd be confident about your investment and who you're uh, going to put in there, yeah, because uh, it is cash flow you have to look after. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting, and I think a lot of us when we start our investing journeys, you know, we do. We might have some nerves around buying higher price point property or stretching ourselves for that better class of property. I know I made similar mistakes um, buying in New Zealand and the student market down in Dunedin, um, which is kind of like, 
it's a little bit like the Wild West, you know, the students pretty much own the town and they rampage through Dunedin every so often when it's the holidays on drinking fests and, you know, there's all kinds of crazy stuff that happens and and it, it just became such hard work. I mean, nothing like bikies, but, you know, it, the cheaper property, the ongoing maintenance, the people not paying on time, you know, cash changing hands, just you never knew if the person on the lease was still in the property yeah. and, and your capital growth is is stymied by by all of that as well so um yeah interest interesting lessons the headless chickens i'm still stuck on that on the clothesline they have no idea the the, the excuse <laughs> to the police was that was one of the boys said oh my, my my mother has a chicken farm if you gave us some chicken so <laughs> I mean, that's how you they defeat themselves, I suppose. Somehow. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that or they were putting them in people's letterboxes or something. Goodness knows. Alrighty, <laughs> I think that's still that's one of the better stories I've heard. <laughs> um, and so, uh, a question I like to ask is: um, What would you say to the person watching this video who is thinking of growing a portfolio but is fearful of making? wrong decisions um you know we get a lot of people that um are looking for some of the things that you mentioned looking for support looking for a community of other investors looking for clear information strong strategies all of that yeah. so what would you say to somebody that's scared of stuffing it up uh. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. And I think most of the things I'll speak to you mentioned there, right? Um, mm. The um, being able to to share your thinking um, is very important, whether that's with the family or friends or you know, a group of like-minded uh, individuals who are like, you know, members of the group like Positive Real Estate. I think that's, that's very important um, because... There is a lot of information out there, and, and uh, you could forever be analysing things. But you need you need uh, different perspectives, and 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 you develop some trust, you know, with with those people that uh, you, you sort of congregate with. I think that's that's important to be able to uh, to have a uh, an environment to share that. I think um, being able to, at least for me, uh, with, with my coach at Positive. Being able to test my thinking and my assumptions uh, was uh, very valuable. Okay. So you need you need to have someone like that to bounce off, and someone who's got experience and, and enough spread to give you a broad perspective. Because generally, you don't even if you read something, you don't really have that. You're fearful of the information you, you've been reading as well. Yeah. So to have someone like a, a well-experienced uh, seasoned coach is ex ex extremely important. I mean, that's no different to if you're in business, you know, and you have a yeah. mentor uh, in yeah. business. It, it certainly um, short circuits your path to wherever yeah. you go. So that's that's very important. Um, the um, the other piece is, you know, sometimes uh, we um, we expect silver bullets, someone to give us some silver bullets. You know, and they make life a lot easier for us, and they sort of take away a little bit of that responsibility of own, ownership of decisions. Yeah. Um, the unfortunate thing is, you they aren't there, right? And as they shouldn't be there, you need to do your own homework. Yeah. Um, so find 
find the information, research the information, test ideas and assumptions. Yep. You need to go through that process. You need to sort of build your own models because every individual situation is different. Yeah. And um, you you know that best. Uh, yep. You get some guidance, but you really need to be honest with yourself around that. So you need to do your own homework. Yeah. Um, but you don't want to overanalyze because that also can, you know, analysis paralysis. You don't want that scenario where you just, you just feel all knotted up and you're just, again, too scared to take football. Yeah. If you do all that, if you do all that and you have a clear goal uh, in your head about what and how that goal relates to you as an individual yep. uh, and to your family, then it, it's it, there comes a time when you just take a breath and jump in. Yeah. You take that step forward. Um, it can be scary, but, you know, be confident with everything you've done prior to taking that step. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and stick to it, right? Uh, have some faith in um, in what you've done. Awesome so advice. Yeah. Yep, no, awesome advice. I 100% concur. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> yeah, <that's good>. <laughs> <laughs> you want a job? <laughs> I'll come and see you in a few years. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> All righty. Well, um, well, thank you so much, Abe, for your time today. Uh, that chicken story is going to stick in my head for a long time to come. I'm still processing that. Um, <laughs> there's definitely a theme there around property management and how important it is to have, um, not saying anything against your dad, I'm sure he did an, a sterling job confronted by bikies. That would not be easy at all. But always good to have, um, you know, strong property management as part of your team, I would say. Um, yeah, definitely. Especially yeah. for vetting, perhaps, potential tenants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All righty. Well, thanks so much for your time today. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. And yeah, um, yeah, and all the best with your investing. Thank you. Good luck, everyone. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Property Investor Tales. Remember to subscribe so you get notified every time a new episode drops. As you can guess, I love hearing people's property investor tales. So if you'd like to share yours, then please get in touch with me via email at propertyinvestortales at positivementor.com.au. We would also love your feedback and I would appreciate a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Remember, you can watch all of these podcasts over on YouTube at Positive Mentor or at positivementor.com.au. Until then, take care, happy investing, and bye for now.